Hey you guys, welcome, 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 and welcome to Nadia's World with your girl, of course, me, Miss Nadia. How are you guys doing this evening? Welcome to the show, my day ones, and welcome to the show, my new ones as well. So, <clears throat> this episode, we are going to get things started. We have shakeups in the Real House Bars of Atlanta. Who will be coming back and who will be making their grand return? Or shall we say come back? We also got um, a little bit of info on tonight's documentary that I told you guys a couple of episodes back about where in where is Wendy Williams? We also got new we also got new updated information about that as well. And pretty much her guardianship, her guardianship wanted to stop the whole production. But uh, Lifetime said absolutely positively uh, not. <laughs> We're still going to roll this one. And um, we have someone who has a new blessing added on to her already life. So, uh, yeah. So let's get into it, shall we? All right. <clears throat> so I'm not sure if you guys have been tuning into the Real house, uh, the ATL girls of the housewives. I'm not sure if y'all been paying attention or you really don't care. But season 16, we already got who's coming and who ain't coming back. So, so far, I heard that Kenya, Kenya will be on the roster. I'm not too sure about Sheree and also Miss Portia. Okay, who said that? excuse me, will be making her return, her comeback return. But uh, of course, we all, we probably know, or we probably already know that her and Simon are divorcing after only 15 months of marriage. Now, we pretty much know the backstory about that marriage, or we may not know. But you know, what they say all the time is how you get them is how you lose them, especially if you didn't get them in the right way. So there are going to be more, um, more stories, more evidence coming out on how this marriage didn't, uh, how their marriage is ending to divorce when they were seen so happy days ago. Well, we'll figure it out. And I'll keep you posted on that part. So others who won't be coming back. Candy also said that she won't be coming back. Marlo also pretty much said that she won't be coming back either. She wants to keep it going with Bravo, but she's not coming back. And also Sonya Ross Richards, who pretty much gave birth to her second child, won't be coming back either. So, yes, um, we will see what Portia brings up her little sleeve as she comes back to the housewives. Hmm. hmm. And more on the way. So you guys stay tuned for that. I'm not sure when the Real Housewives of Atlanta will be returning. Um, I probably think they'll probably be returning probably in November ish because they usually come around the late fall time going into, you could say the winter portion. So y'all stay tuned for that, but we'll see what happens. Okay. Moving right along. Um, you guys know, Jess, Jess, but the mess, Miss Jess hilarious. Yes. So. <laughs> whether you don't like Jess, but the mess or just hilarious that goes to remain that remains to be seen i think she's cool by me she definitely keeps it real she definitely keeps it abreast she definitely has an opinion and i think with her being on the morning show 
with uh the other guys uh with simon uh not simon i'm sorry with charlemagne and uh dj envy i think it kind of brings a little bit a little bit of balance i haven't heard the morning show in quite a while or sometime but i i i, I appear to that she holds her own so as of lately she pretty much as celebrating her birthday i think this past last week she also celebrated something else she's expecting so good for her she deserves it nothing like motherhood i'll tell you that uh it has its ups its parts its downs its in-betweens and stuff like that so she would definitely get a taste of that she is expecting she's bumping along as they say so yeah congrats to her a lot of things are happening in her world and in her life that she pretty much deserves and pretty much you know ain't nothing wrong with that so good good for her definitely okay beyonce makes her history again with having not one but having two of her hits chart up on the charts not only in hip-hop but country and <coughs> that's texas hold'em <coughs> Ooh, excuse me <coughs> texas hold'em is number one on the charts for the country and i'm not sure if it said number two on the hip-hop and R&B charts, but uh, hip hop charts um, this week. So hopefully that will debut at number one coming up next week. Uh, coming up next week, so we shall see. But for um, we all know that how savvy and businesswoman Beyonce is. So pretty much whatever, whatever her, whatever her instincts are, or whatever, she, uh, whatever idea she comes up with. Being it comes from one person to another, she has her hand in the decision making. So whatever she boils it down to, this is pretty much what it is. But also, like I said, when it comes to country music, we've been making country music. Black folks been making country music forever. I already gave y'all the history. To be honest with you, I think all black folks, we have all the gen- all the genres of music locked the hell down if you ask me. Now, we've had others who come behind us, steal it, take it. And act like it's theirs and and it ain't and it doesn't belong nowhere. But it belonged to us. We've had it. We've mastered it. Y'all took it. Y'all whacked it. Are you happy now? Now give it back. Shut up and keep it pushing. And this has nothing to do with it being black as we must. This has nothing to do with that. This is, has something to do with we are history. We are the history. We are what we are. Deal with it. Get over it. We mastered every genre of music. You name it, we got it. We don't claim it. We had it. What's the claim? We've had it. We mastered it. We went by it. It's featured in every point of music. It's in point it's embedded in every point of music we have. Duh. Is it celebrated? Hell no. Do they think that we're supposed to cross over and flix it and mix it? No, it's in the music. It doesn't have to be segued. No matter how you, no matter what beat, what rhythm, what tone or anything you put into it, it's still going to be influenced by some, by some way of, uh, by some genre of music I'm fusioning in it. So it's going to be melted all together. So who cares? 
But Mary Morris, when she won her um her award, she definitely in her speech named all the black musicians in country for the females. And yes, she did mention Mickey Guyton. And I did specify Mickey Guyton the last couple of episodes, the last episode, because I was familiar with her. Because a lot of people were sending just nastiness her way. And she didn't deserve that. And this is her lane of music. She likes country music. What the hell is wrong with that? We've been dealing with Charlie Pride forever. And now it's time for the females to come stepping on in. Does it have to take Beyonce to do it? No. Mickey Guyton's been there first. Should her music be celebrated? Yes. And she mentioned other... um. She mentioned other black female country artists as well. So I'm happy that she took the time to do that because she didn't have to. But I'm glad that she's celebrating. She is celebrating women and she's also celebrating black women because at the end of the day, we've had this definitely before. And she's coming and she's been she Marin understands the assignment and it was respectable and commendable for her to say that she didn't have to say it, but she said it. She did what she felt was right to do. And I think that's where people need to get under their self-conscious mind and learn how to speak up on things, especially if you know that they're not right. Because if it has to take you to speak out on it for it to change, let's change it. Because, again, it shouldn't have to take it shouldn't have to take an artist who is not considered country to be brought in. And dealing with country music. Because she's not the only one. Kate Michelle was also in talks and in doing a country album. Because she is originally from Tennessee. Memphis to be exact. She's originally from Tennessee. And Kate Michelle has done uh, has done R&B. Okay, she's an R&B artist. But can country be infused into her? Can country be inf- infused into her R&B? You bet you're tootin'. You bet you're darn tootin'. Can Country be infused with a little bit of R&B? You can say so. It depends where you're going with it. It could be fused with gospel. It could be fused with jazz. It could be fused with reggae. It could be fused with with, with a lot of, conf- I wouldn't say confusion. It could be pop, all that. All country songs are popular, if you ask me. And these artists that have brought in have brought brought <laughs> have brought sorry have brought country music to mainstream and has had these and other 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 um has incorporated other points of music through it so let's not say so again music should be celebrated not picked apart it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't it, it does matter what start and what finishes and it should be celebrated and more importantly respected. It shouldn't be a well they didn't start that. Yes, we did and they have they are us. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So for those naysayers who like to talk straight out the shooter of their ass and don't know the whole damn history, educate yourself on who's st- on on how Music got started and the genres of different music, because I'll tell you this, black people had a hand in it. It was snatched from us and then taken and put on by other folks. And that's where folks ran with it. And they think that that's theirs. No, it ain't. It belongs to us. So respect it. Accept it. 
and get over it. Because like I said, this has nothing to do with black history. We are the history. We built history. We stand on history. And that's history. We're not extinct. We're not done. We're not through. We just getting started. And we're going to continue that. And we're going to keep it going. So we're sick of y'all. Bye. Y'all can leave. We're not. He, we're here. <laughs> we're coming all through the damn door. And what? In droves. So, for all the female artists of the country world that are coming through the gates, let's go. Let's see. Let's see what y'all bring to the table. Let's let's talk about it. And that go for the male black artists as well. Charlie Pryor laid, laid the foundation down. Let's go. As for the female artists, as for the black female artists, let's go. Y'all turn up. Bring more people on this side to country. Let's see what country is all about. Country is for everybody. Yeehaw. Literally. Just saying. Just felt like doing that. <laughs> Just felt like doing that. I'm sorry. So. Last episode I told you guys about. Well, I think about two episodes ago. I told you about the documentary about uh, Wendy Williams. That will be airing in two parts tonight and tomorrow night. Check your local stations for time and listing, for time and showing. Okay. <clears throat> Ever since Wendy Williams' show was pretty much off, was taken off the air back uh, two years ago. Two years ago, we pretty much, we pretty much have been missing her. And I mean, Wendy pulled in lots of sponsors. Wendy pulled in lots of ratings. Wendy was the queen of, Wendy, Wendy will still be the queen of talk. Right up under the rest of the talk show, uh, the talk show, talk show folks that we loved and admired over the years. Okay, we know that Wendy got her start in radio, and as she gotten into the heavy of not only being, of not only being the most heavily popular DJ besides the Carol Fours, the Angie, uh, the Angie Martinez's of the world, and many more. Okay, y'all remember Carol Ford back in the day? I'm just saying. Wendy was at the Wendy was at the top of her game. Not only was she known for always, always knowing the tea before it even got poured and together. Okay, we remember her on her on air disagreements. Okay, with certain artists, and we know that she had a couple of run-ins with these artists. But she was able to do she was able to do her due diligence to get the information that made us go what. Are you serious? These were talked about in school. These information was talked about at the water cooler. It was talked about the next day. Was it shocking? You bet your life. But this is what she did. So before Bossip and TMZ and Holly went on locked in Shade Room and 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 many more other uh many more other outlets that spill the information on entertainment, she was your go-to. You tuned in you tuned in Monday through Friday to hear all the gossip she had to say. And this and this took like close to an hour. And when she graduated from the radio world, she came to television. And you got to see her 60 minutes break it down. And not only doing hot topics and not giving her worldly opinion. But also when she came to interview the stars and the entertainers, you tried to see, you know... 
and she would come for you or try to segue or you tried to like do a little Bo Jackson on her not air that or not tell too much and you know things of that nature I mean you can hate Wendy or you can love her in between time but I mean at the particular moment right now what's going on with her and her health and she's been she's been battling her health for a very long time Let's not even talk about it. We can even go back in time. Not even the on air, the on air faint that she did back about almost seven years ago on her Halloween um, episode. We could go for that. We all know that um, Wendy had a drug problem. Okay, alcohol problem. We knew these things. This is something she really didn't. She was, she was, oh, excuse me. This part, she was very candid about. She never held from it. She never lied about it. And even on her show, she spoke about it a time or two when she did relapse. When she did relapse and stuff of that nature. How she was taken to a living facility to kind of hash out her problems. So, from her coming from the show, going straight there, you know, day after day after day. Just to kind of get her back as she fell off the wagon. Try to get her right back on track. So in this documentary, you really see, you really get to see Wendy really raw, really, I will not say unhinged, but you get to really see her raw, kind of letting people know that she's, she doesn't have her money, which allegedly she's under a guardianship. They call it a guardianship out here in New York. And I mean, they have, you know, we got the 50 states and if a person is not able to What's the word I'm looking for? <clears throat> it's not able to make good decisions. And I, I wouldn't say better of decisions for themselves. When they're just not capable of or capable or able. Able body, able body, mind and sound to deal with themselves. They have people that step in that are like care. You can, you can use caretaking, guardianship. Um, over in California, they used it as conservatorship. That's the kind of the same thing that happened with Britney. Even though the age differences are very different because back then when Britney went under her conservatorship, that was over about 13 years. Britney was Britney spent Britney spent her whole 30s. We're talking about from 30 all the way past up until she was about 41. That's a good, that's a good decade in three, you feel me, or two. But she spent about 13 years under her, under conservatorship. Now, we really didn't know the whole ins and the outs and the yuckiness of that conservatorship until Britney pretty much testified on her own behalf back in 2022 and let people know what really happened, that she was pretty much poked, prodded, drugged, told she couldn't do this she couldn't she had to ask for permission to do this or ask permission to get that or do this or do that and she was pretty much confined to just being a worker bee while people sat back and collected all the cash so it's kind of like where the residuals if i have to ask you if i can get this or ask you can i purchase that and you're really taking out my money and other things what is that that seems like it's controlled to me and it wasn't even the part of her being in capable hands. It was 
she was pretty much you had her father and someone else controlling her every move and i would have thought that at least her mom would have had you know control over that and been able to kind of flourish but then that's not the way it happened so again flashing back to wendy now the whole thing with wendy and her guardianship you have somebody that the family does not know the family does not get to know her whereabouts the family doesn't even know where she is she's here in new york the rest of her family's in florida okay all right her son is also down there and that's even a red flag because the person that should be taking care of wendy and making sure she's on the up and up is her son now her sister can and now her sister probably will pop in from time to time to see how she's doing and i think her niece her niece alex because she um her niece alex is close to her aunt wendy she is close to her um her aunt so i mean make it make sense you have somebody that's supposed to be her conservatorship you have like her driver and you have someone that helps her in and out of her building what kind of keeps an eye on her now to me that sounds real fishy because how are you her conservator we don't know who the hell you are and again why are you being deceptive with keeping her away from her family now she can call her family but her family can't call her and they have not seen her in a, in a minute and now new information is coming to light where there's another person that's pretty much um specifying that wendy acts two different ways now they said they were kind of scared not to testify not to say anything and come forward because they were going to be pretty much thrown up under the bus and was threatened also so it was threatened two ways they were they also said when it comes to wendy the way she acts out here in new york versus the way she is in miami it's totally different obviously yeah because down there she's not constricted she's not controlled she's with her son and you can see the bond that they're having with each other. He cares for her. She cares for him. And it's genuine. See the word I'm using? It's genuine, not disingenuine. Now, when she's up here, she's pretty much being constricted. She pretty much is being controlled. They're probably drugging her. She probably feels the kind of way and kind of, kind of numbing her pain. And I think she needs to be down in Florida. Her son needs to be not her her um her conservatorship but even he knew that something was going on with his mom that was wrong you know she was just diagnosed with a a aphasia and um frontal frontal dementia but i'm not even sure if that's even a good diagnosis to be honest with you even though we even though wendy has had a history of health issues I don't think that's the issue. I think that at the I for me, I think with this guardianship up here in New York, I think that they just want to keep her to keep her keep her hidden. They probably want to drug her up, keep her at bay to the point where she's an invalid, to the point where her health can deteriorate. For not with her being with her family and with her family knowing the the day-to-day and what's going on and making sure that she's good to go and she's in the right hands which should be her son they doing the jankiness and i smell jankiness all over i smell a real pile of jankiness some bull lots of it it don't it don't 
It don't add up here. It does not add up. Because from her being a full-bodied woman from two years ago, being at the height, being at the height of her league, I mean, accolades galore. She gets snatched off the television. We don't know what the hell's going on. We got some some person taking over your uh, Wells Fargo and other places are talking about she's incompetent. She's incapable. She owes us money. She's flat broke. And then now with the documentary that she's specifying that she doesn't have any money. And then her family knowing not knowing too much and too well about her whereabouts and things of that nature looks crazy. And even with <clears throat> her niece going on the talk, uh, not the talk, I'm sorry, going on the view earlier this week, she was at the table talking to the lady. She was also saying that, you know, her aunt is doing well and doing great, but they're still not able to see her. She can hear her over the phone just fine. And knowing her and knowing how she, um, knowing how she sounds, but she still doesn't get a chance. She doesn't get the opportunity to see her because they will not tell, they will not tell them where the uh, where her aunt is at where she's located her um her location so to me that spells off the bat janky if you don't want us to know where her family that i smell a rat and i think that her family needs to go to court i mean they need to fight the court up here in new york because it doesn't it sounds real fishy to me and then her guardianship her her guard her her um <laughs> the person that's in charge of all her stuff is trying to sue Lifetime for them airing for them airing her um her documentary tonight talking about she didn't know what was going on. No, y'all knew what was going on. As far as hers as far as she is concerned, she knows what's going on too. Y'all just have her looking crazy. And instead of y'all doing the right thing. Y'all, y'all don't want this uh, documentary to air because y'all don't want people to find out how janky and uh, full of full of it y'all are. But we'll find out eventually. And I do think that her family needs to fight the courts to get to take over the guardianship or whatever y'all doing and just make sure that her son has it. And he's looking after his mom. So I think that, you know, her family, I think her son and I think her sister need to fight for their uh, his mom and their uh, um their sister. Because she shouldn't be held in New York. She should be in Florida with the rest of you guys. Especially with the fact that her father is getting up in, up in his age. Because recently, um, two years ago, they lost their mom. Um, she lost her mom. And that definitely took a toll too. And we can understand that the father, you know, he's in good spirits. But, you know, to lose his partner... For more than they've been married for over some time over I think over 40 or 50 years that's a lot to have your soulmate up out of here that hurts and I wouldn't be surprised I wouldn't be surprised if you know her father went like I said I'm not trying to say I wouldn't be surprised but you know people do die of a broken heart when they don't have their other they don't have their true love by them so yeah I just think that uh there's a lot of jankiness in this going on. I feel people are lying. And what they say, whatever happens in the dark will come out in the light. And I just think that, you know, her family just needs to continue fight, continuously fighting, fight for her to have her in their area. So at least if she's down in Florida 
with the rest of the family. Her son can watch after her. And I, I would think that he would definitely keep an eye out for her, but let his mom do what she do and not be up here controlled and, 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 and cut off and just, you know, wasting away. Because I think that's what they're doing. They're making her waste away. Because if you let a person grow and strive and kind of pull back and let them just, you know, go, they'll be able to go. They'll be able to handle things and be able to improve and get the right doctors and stuff of that nature. Because they're diagnosing her with the same um, the same issue, the same things that Bruce Willis is going through, too. But I think with his family, they don't have him controlled. They have him doing what he does, but they're trying to make everything they know what's at stake they know what's going on they know what's up but they're trying to give him the memories that he can go on and that he can just flourish and do what he has to do and not be so and not bringing it down but of course it's reality duh so yeah but um I will definitely keep you guys posted if anything, if more information comes to be. But I'm definitely going to tune in tonight and definitely see the documentary for myself and uh, definitely give you guys like a an update about it. And I'll be on the next episode along with the uh, along with Mo, Monique and her son, you know, battling. I wouldn't say battling, but having their different point of view. I did not forget. I did not forget about that. So don't think I did, y'all. I didn't forget. It was just this episode I wanted to come to y'all and bring y'all that information. But yes, I have not forgot about that. So the next episode, I will <laughs> do my homework and definitely give y'all the play-by-play on that. So yeah, but that's pretty much what I got for right now. More to come, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so, I thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Don't think I don't. I thank you guys for tuning in so, so, so much. So much. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. So, so then I, I'm sorry. So then you guys stay safe. Later. <laughs>